Hey, Steve, how was your holiday vacation? Oh, pretty good, Dave. I got myself one of those Oculus Quest 2. Trademark. That's cool. I've heard those are fun for the whole family. Yes, and the pass-through feature is great, too. It lets me see everything that's happening around me so I don't get robbed while I'm playing. Wow, that sounds great. Yeah, the only problem is that we don't know what to play on it. Oh, that's too bad. Have you tried... Wait, do you hear that? It sounds like theme music. What the... Oh my god. I don't know how. I don't know how, but they found me. Marty, I mean, Dave, you gotta get out of here. Wait, Doc, who found you? Bolivians? No, the Head Mounted Destinations, boys! Hello, welcome, and Happy New Year's from Head Mounted Destinations, a podcast about VR and VR game development. We provide our perspective as developers and provide a peek behind the curtain for people interested in how VR games are made. That's you, dear listener. I'm your friendly neighborhood game designer, Carlos, and with me today is my great co-host, Matt, who is a gameplay programmer. That's me. And today, we're going to tell you what Oculus Quest games are worth checking out as of end of 2020. Yep, maybe you got a headset for Christmas, or you know, you just splurged. There's a lot of gifting going on. At least, personally, I've been seeing questions where people have been asking, you know, what what games are good for the Quest? I got this Quest, we got Beat Saber. Beat Saber's fun, but like, what else is good? And so... We're going to fill that hole in your life. We're going to give you some spicy recommendations, things that maybe are a little bit off the beaten track. Obviously, the library of games that are worth playing is not humongous, but there's more games out there than people might realize. And so we want to give our recommendations for things that we think are solid picks worth picking up for anyone who's looking for stuff to play on their Quest or Quest 2. So, without further ado, we're pretty much going to get straight into our list of games. We're going to just say what the title of the game is and a little bit as to why we recommend it. And uh, if that lines up with what you're looking into, dear listener, uh, then we can, you know, maybe get your thoughts on the game later on by talking in the subreddit thread for this episode and telling us which games you picked up or uh, which games you recommend to other players. If you go ahead and look at the list of top apps on the Oculus Store, there's the obvious ones that stick out at the top, you know, Beat Saber, Super Hot, Vacation Simulator. Pretty much everyone's heard of these. They're good. Anything that's right on the top of the list, go ahead and pick it up. It's going to be some of the first things that you're exposed to. But if you've played those and you're looking for more, we've got a couple recommendations and we're going to try to sort them based on what kind of experience you're looking at. So to start off, games that are good for people who are new to VR or are particularly sensitive to motion sickness, just looking to dip your toes into the water casually, here are some options. To kick off our intro to VR options, uh, I've suggested the free-to-play game Bait. It is a fishing game. It is free to start, mostly free-to-play. I think there's like a little expansion that you could pay money to get. Um, you have like a couple of environments you can go to. You simply like cast your line out, catch different goofy looking fish and turn them in for money and get upgrades. 
very good starter content. It keeps you sitting, gives you a good tranquil area, and has a fun mechanic with fun visuals that you can keep coming back to later on. It also works on a plane. For another tranquil game, I suggested Virtual Virtual Reality, which actually has a little bit of meat on it. It has a story, but the interaction mechanics with the world are simple, and it's it can be played sitting and has teleport for low motion sickness. But the writing is pretty good, has some cool visual moments and some good humor. If you're looking for something a little bit like accounting, but a little bit more serious on the, the quest, virtual virtual reality is a good pick. And uh, something I think we both called out on our list was uh, Racket NX. This is a maybe kind of a mix between racquetball slash tennis and pinball. Uh, so it's very arcadey. You have this 360 dome around you, so it makes good use of the wireless VR capabilities. And you just keep smacking a ball uh, that keeps magnetically getting pulled back to you. You smack it against a wall uh, with different panels, different bumpers and pinball things uh, for most points. And it also provides like a fairly good workout after a while. Like it gets gets the blood pumping. Yeah, great use of 360 can be played for just a short session or played for longer. Doesn't have any motion sickness potential, has co-op or I guess versus. It has gotten multiple updates in the past, most recently being that co-op update you just mentioned, Matt. Mm -hmm. So that's a good note. Developers might continue updating it. It's a game I keep coming back to. Absolutely. Yeah, a game to keep returning to. So moving past Racket NX, uh, one game I heavily recommend is Dance Central. Uh, for anyone familiar with the Dance Central series, this is the latest entry in the series on the Oculus headsets. It's really fun. I've played it for many hours. I've sweated through at least four shirts in my time playing <laughs> Dance Central. <laughs> uh i really i i dig it a lot it's fun playing it in the headset uh it reminds me every time that i need to buy another face mask to swap in the soundtrack is good the characters are fun i really like what they do with the cell phone and and how that controls a lot of the stuff um so yeah would recommend it it really nails the feel of of being like the the center of attention at, on the dance floor next up i think you put this in but uh tetris effect if you're a fan of Tetris, this is one to pick up. I will say it has a little bit of potential for motion sickness, and it doesn't really ground you anywhere. So it, it could potentially feel weird if you're a total novice to VR, but it's very trippy. And like the visuals are, are intense. I don't know if I fully agree with the visuals being intense and stuff. That's an interesting, uh, I find that to be an interesting take. Like, to me, it, it, Tetris Effect was way more of like, one, absolutely, like, if you like Tetris, get this game. But two, it was like, just such a awesomely tranquil, yet stimulating experience for me. Like, I guess I don't mind too much, like, floating in the middle of uh, Black Void with, like, whatever neato visuals in front of me. But uh, soundtrack's great. Gameplay is, like, classic Tetris greatness. And just... The tranquility-ness of it is like, it just feels so good. Also, this game works on a plane as well. That's a great point, is picking up games that uh, you can play in small confined spaces during road trips or plane trips. Super good use of VR that most people don't think of initially. Yep. Um, so this next game, 
I actually played so much on my first night getting it that I gave myself uh, some sort of neck strain or neck uh, injury. <laughs> this is called Raccoon Lagoon, and it is very much a Animal Crossing slash Stardew Valley type game where you are you're marooned on some island uh, and some cast of animal characters that are all like chibi animals, like half your size, they get marooned on that island as well. And you need to uh, collect things around the island and uh, perform tasks in order to barter with these animal characters in order to either help them set up their homes or help you gain new upgrades. And so this game asks you to like chop down trees, mine rocks, uh I think paint in some places, like planting uh fruit and vegetables, uh and I think like think catching animals or or something like that. It's a really fun, really wholesome game, another tranquil thing to play. Uh my only caveat would be to just be very uh aware of like your neck of your viewing angle when you're when you're playing because the UI at least during my experience the UI and the character heights were kind of like a little too low and that's what like made me hurt my neck after prolonged play but the game was tranquil enough and like entertaining enough with new things coming like over and over to to keep me playing longer than I think like 4 hours for my first play session on that one so that was great if you're looking for something that has a little bit of a story, has sort of a linear playthrough, and is a puzzle game, Shadowpoint is one to pick up. It'll be good for someone who is new to VR. Uh, it's it's not super intimidating. Uh, it's a puzzle game that's based on light and shadow. Has a little bit of a magical realism vibe to it in terms of the story and the setting. That it's a it's a solid pick. And then finally on this list of things that are good for people who are trying to dip their toes in. I've got two rhythm games, O-Shape, which is O-H-Shape, all one word, I think with an exclamation point in it, <laughs> and Attica, which is from the people who did Rock Band. If I recall correctly, O-Shape is the hole-in-the-wall game, right? Similar to the game show where people got to like pose their body to the cutout in the wall? Yep, so it's based around that concept of, you know, you got to make a T-shape or an A-shape or, like, lean your body to one side, um, and it's it's set to music tracks. Um, so it's, it's an interesting take on that, like, idea of rhythm games, uh, and it, it engages your full body, a lot like Dance Central, actually. Um, and then Autica is the other end of the spectrum where you have two guns and you have to, like, point at targets and move them correctly. It's like Beat Saber, but with guns. <laughs> yeah, some sort of gun target play. So people, I think, don't look very hard at Autica, but I've come back to it a number of times, and once you get into the harder levels, it's actually pretty engaging. I think uh, just a quick note on, on these music rhythm games, not specifically O-Shape and Autica, but just on all the VR music rhythm games in general, not a lot of them have like very recognizable music, which I think is just an inherent problem of the of the state of the genre currently mm -hmm. like all the console you know music rhythm games they are usually backed with enough money to like or they're partially uh owned by the same daddy that owns the other record labels so they get access to that music mm -hmm. but beat saber has this problem 
Uh, Autica, I think, has a similar problem. O-Shape, I have no clue what the music is, but like it, a lot of music I've seen in VR games is just like uh, like modern day techno stuff by like people I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, take that as you will. It's still fun games by all means. I still remember hundred dollar bills from uh <laughs> from Beat Saber. That's the one. That's all. That's for some reason that's the one I always remember. Oh, that's my least um, favorite track from that original set. I, I don't particularly like playing the track the 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 there was another one there was another song that was like better i don't know as a song i kind of like hundred dollar bills but it's also whatever <laughs> so moving on to uh, a category we are calling time wasters these are apps that are good to jump in spend some time to kind of zen out or whatever and then you know leave and occasionally come back to so uh, our first time waster is Epic Roller Coasters. This is a free app, uh, at least free to start, similar to Bait. It has DLC that can be paid for. It's a roller coaster game, first person. They uh, seat you in the in the cart. You get like one or two carts for free. You get like two tracks for free, and you can even have a, a companion NPC sit next to you in the roller coaster cart. And they even have like a time trial mode where you can control the speed of the roller coaster to see how fast you can go through without actually derailing yourself. Uh, this also works on a plane. So I actually have spent multiple like east to west coast flights just like time trialing on on roller coasters while while in flight. Do not download this game if you are at all susceptible to motion sickness. Do not download this app if you are at all susceptible to motion sickness. If you want to test whether or not you have an iron stomach, I guess download this app. But uh, uh, yes, actually, I would recommend that. If you want to see how motion sick susceptible you are, try this app. They do have like a they do have motion sickness options. Like they have a helmet and a visor that lower your uh, field of view. Um, but again, yeah, this is a roller coaster, so it is definitely going to test that uh equilibrium in you so if you want to see how far you can push it go ahead and play epic roller coasters i personally play without any of the comfort settings on and i straight derail myself like whenever i want if that doesn't sound like your speed how about a coloring book in 3d whoa color space it's a game where you are placed into or an app where you are placed into an environment and you have a color palette, and you can fill in the environment just like a coloring book, but it's actual stuff in front of you, and the color spills across the environment, and it's very it's a very zen-out experience. If you're at all familiar, listener, with games that have, like, you know, those black and white uh, fields, and then you as the hero bring color to them by, like, reclaiming the land, it's very much that type of moment except you're like just you're able to just take it at your own pace and fill in that picture very very cool some of the uh some of the different uh environments are include abstract like cityscapes natural environments and then animals or like spaceships um so yeah just cool product i sometimes goes on sale we're definitely worth picking up. which by the way if that sort of thing piques your fancy there are other art apps available we're not going to talk about them but look into that things where you can paint and, and sculpt in 3d all around you all right moving on 
we're going to talk about a couple of social games which are free, but just be warned that it can be very intimidating to drop into a social space in VR if you don't know what you're heading into. So VR Chat is a free-to-play uh, social app slash game. Um, it is a network of user-created worlds that you can visit and chat with people all around the globe uh, who have various anonymous avatars. And it's pretty much a good time if you are just looking for the purely social engaging with people experience. Uh, there are some mini games in there, but that probably won't be your primary form of enjoyment. If you're looking for something that is maybe a little more kid-friendly or has a little bit more meat on the activities to do with people, you can try out Rec Room. It has all sorts of activities from a battle royale mode to paintball to dodgeball to little quests that you go on where you're playing a you know PvE co-op shooting game. It has lots of stuff, a lot of kids in there sort of a cartoony style free uh same as vr chat um so that's something to try out especially if you have friends that you want to play with and you're just looking for something easy and free yep and on the uh, topic of easy free and good with friends we round out our social list with poker stars vr poker stars vr is a game where you can play various uh, gambling mini games. It's basically a VR, a virtual reality casino. It's an actual casino. You walk around. Uh, you can get like blackjack tables, poker tables. Uh, these are all like uh, instanced rooms with these like tables. Like I think roulette's in there potentially. Uh, slot machines were added recently. It's, it gets regular updates. Uh, it's all uh, free to play. I th I think there are things cosmetics that you could like spend money on. Um, such as like vape pens to smoke at the table and like rubber duckies <laughs> to throw at people. It's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, that, that one I've had a consistent good time just, uh, playing with friends. It's kind of one of those games that you can like sort of turn your brain off and socialize more so than pay attention to like whatever the game's actually doing. Next up, we have a few games where if you're looking to, play with other people, but you really want a hardcore game that you can dig your teeth into and get really good at competitively. We've got a couple options for you. The first one we talk about all the time. We love it. It's also free, so absolutely try it out. Echo VR. This is uh, Echo Arena and Echo Combat, although Echo Combat is a paid add-on. But Echo Arena is a fantastic game if you're prone to motion sickness, you know, it might be a little bit of an issue because you're moving freely through this space. But otherwise, there's a lot of reasons to try it. It's really fun just as a sport. It's zero G. Think about like Ender's Game plus sort of Frisbee or rugby, you know, in space. You are playing 3v3 or, or 4v4 and you have a disc and you're trying to get it through a goal on the other end of an arena. But you can also grab onto the opponents. Uh, you can punch them in the head to knock them out for a little bit of a time. You can boost around. It's really, really fun to, when you get into a good match uh, where you're matched skills with people. Uh, it's just a blast. And it's definitely one of those games where you kind of go like, oh, one more match like wouldn't hurt when you're on a good run. Yeah. So if you're looking to play with friends or just 
try out something really unique and really well done, download Echo VR. It's free. So our next game on this list is a paid game. It is called Blast On. It is a 1v1 shooter dodgeball hybrid. So two uh, gladiators enter the arena. They're raised on pedestals and then guns spawn around each gladiator uh, around their hips, sort of, in front of them and to their sides. And so you each grab guns and you have a limited amount of ammo. And when you fire shots, they're like slow moving projectiles that you then have to sort of dodge bullet hell style as like they come in towards you. And it's, it's something I slept on for a little bit, but then turned out to be like a great, great workout game. Like, I play two matches of that and I'm already like panting and starting to sweat a bit. If I play like, probably like 20 minutes i'm like soaking in sweat but it is so fun and keeps you very engaged like every match and also each match is very bite-sized like you're i would say like less than five minutes per match that, that's also regularly being updated by the developers and they're very active in their discord so recommend if you like a very frantic shooter game that also gets regularly updated so this next one is probably pretty high up on the most played apps list, but Carlos really wants to rep it anyways. For good reason. <laughs> Population one battle Royale. It's, it sounds so like, I don't know. It like, it sounds so like mainstream. Why would you back it? But it plays really well. It's something that I go back to that. I have actually been itching to go back to since uh, I have been in a period of my life where I couldn't really VR online all that much. So I'm excited to like play it. It's being regularly updated. <laughs> but like funny enough, like the map in in Population 1 gets more updates than like the map in like Warzone. Um, but yeah, that's one that it also introduces uh, battle passes to VR and uh, some other stuff that I'm just like, from an academic sense, finding uh, interesting to view. But from a gameplay standpoint, this is awesome. You guys should pick it up. If you like shooters, this is going to be one that you can really get down with, with friends, all squad up, three-person squads, jump in, become the, 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 pop, the last of the population. If multiplayer games aren't your speed, we wanted to round out this episode with a pretty substantial list of action-focused games. Some of these have a story. Some of them are more the kind where you just replay sessions. But all of these are really good and I think appeal to a wide variety of players. So the first two are games that we talk about quite a bit. Pistol Whip and Until You Fall. We did an episode on Until You Fall, so I guess we'll just talk about Pistol Whip. Yeah, Pistol Whip, uh, both these games are great choices. Please uh, give a listen or watch our Until You Fall episode to find out why we love that one. That one is a first-person sword combat uh, roguelike game. That's all I'll say about it. Um, Pistol Whip is a first-person shooter, kind of similar to Beat Saber. There's like a music rhythm element to it, and you're being uh, kind of slowly pulled along a track. But it is more of like a, a rhythm shooter shooting gallery type thing uh, mixed with maybe a little bit of time crisis because the bullets are like coming at you. But uh, very fun game, very reminiscent of like the John Wick like nightclub scene as like the core gameplay loop. And it's also a game that gets regularly updated. One of the most recent updates has been uh, 2089, which is a five level story focused 
campaign, you know, quote unquote story focused, uh, meaning it actually has these like comic booky cutscenes at like the start of each level, whereas in vanilla pistol whip you just jump into a level and you're playing there's no story premise or anything like that um the the new 2089 also introduces uh some new enemies and one or two new mechanics so definitely worth checking out it has gotten a lot of content since launch yeah definitely those two pistol whip and until you fall are 100 percent worth picking up pretty much regardless of what you like <laughs> worth checking out if you are into vr i would say so moving on to our next game we have uh another game that we actually did an episode on phantom covert ops uh this is a first person stealth action game you're going to be primarily shooting in it and also paddling your kayak through a sunken russian military base um there's Definitely a lot of like story focus in this game, and uh, we go into why we like it so much uh, in our Phantom episode, so go give that a listen. The next one is an oldie but a goodie, Robo Recall. It's one of the first games that really hit the mainstream and was like a, a serious game in VR, but it uses all the aspects of VR really well. In it, you are progressing through a level, you have a set of guns, and you're recalling faulty robots that are uh, terrorizing the population. Everything about it screams fun action in a a sort of over-the-top way. You know, you can reload guns by throwing them and hitting enemies on the head, and the guns bounce back to you. Uh, You can grab enemies and chuck them across the map or rip them limb from limb. You can grab bullets out of the air and throw it back at robots. And it holds up, I would say, pretty well on the quest port. The the graphics aren't super terrible. Yeah, and really what you're looking for, I think right now in VR, is gameplay. I don't... I mean, that might just be me, but in... But a lot of what you're going to be doing, I think, is going to be, like, gameplay-focused unless you want it to... You want your headset to be more entertainment uh okay so moving on we have another action title having to do with killer robots sarento vr uh it's a first person action shooter game with melee combat uh sort of think ghost in the shell kind of um but you're all but you're also a ninja so you are sliding flipping jumping wall running uh all through uh futuristic cyberpunk environments meanwhile there's a plethora of robot enemies chasing after you um you don't grab bullets out of the air in this one instead you use uh katanas machine guns shotguns and all manner of uh acrobatics to dispatch your enemies um so this one is definitely worth picking up if you have gotten uh, your vr legs meaning your motion sickness tolerance is like built up this is great to help push those limits and also give you that badass feel of being the one action hero to rule them all if you want to be a wall running ninja this is one to look out for So our next game is a puzzle game that really focuses on interacting with your environment in order to save cute robots this time. Robots are not... Well, actually, robots are trying to kill you and you're trying to save them. 
Uh, this game is called Time Stall. You are you play as a uh, robot time agent person who could like freeze time for X amount of seconds in order to avert disaster from happening. But you are on a interplanetary cruise ship uh, with a robot uh, captain. You have a robot captain who kind of sounds like Jerry, the dad from Rick and Morty, uh, but I don't think that's actually him. But anyway, he's sort of clumsy like uh, Jerry in that whenever the captain's around in a room, some accident happens, the robots, the robot serpents around go killer, and then time freezes or stalls, and you are given about 60 seconds to two minutes, however long, to manipulate objects in the environment. It's almost like being Quicksilver in those X-Men prequel movies, where he's like running around the, the rooms and... Like, making sure none of the X-Men get, like, killed. Uh, anyway, fun game. Worth checking out. Especially if you like puzzle games and like touching things in the environment. This is a good one for you. And the last game on our sort of action story focus group is Gun Club VR. This is a very, I'd, I would say, well put together and surprisingly content-filled shooting gallery arcade game. Um, the environment's uh functionally serve what they need to serve uh they do multiple spins on the environments that i think make good use of vr so like you'll be in a sort of warehouse shooting gallery for one challenge they'll let you do that same area a couple levels and then they'll turn the lights out and uh you'll buy like a flashlight attachment and now wherever you point your gun in vr that's actually where your flashlight is um and then doing different spins on the shooting gallery modes from like uh circular targets to like circular targets on ferris wheels to having the human targets and then uh, later on you find out there's a zombies mode so the human targets actually look like zombies and they move around like zombies and have a health bar as opposed to just like dropping when you shoot them um so yeah lots of cool stuff to find within that many guns uh fun reloads that feel more simish uh so yeah check check that out if you like the shooter genre to round out the episode, I wanted to highlight a couple of games that I've really enjoyed playing, although I haven't played them on the Quest, and so I can't give them a 100% endorsement because sometimes games really lose a lot when they get ported. Uh, but if you're looking to branch out, and especially you want a game with a story, you know, linear narrative, something to sink your teeth into, these are some things to try out. Red Matter is a sci-fi narrative game with puzzle solving. We were moving through a futuristic Russian facility on a moon of Saturn, I think. And there's like crazy alien stuff. And it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, very atmospheric. Uh, the room VR based on the mobile games, the room games, um, puzzle solving sort of imagine like mist or one of those style of games uh, where you're moving uh, around a, a space and, and trying to solve environmental puzzles. The room is is has a couple of really interesting mechanics um, that that play with different aspects of VR. So that one's great. Uh, and then if you're looking for something a little more sit down and just play with your controllers type gameplay, there's Moss, which is highly acclaimed. You're controlling this little mouse character and moving through this storybook world as like a, a almost like Redwall type guy. And then uh, Trover Saves the Universe 
which is sort of based around Justin Roiland style humor. He voices all the characters or most of the characters. And um, you're a guy that sits in a chair. You're a chairperson, chairorpion, and uh, you're controlling Trover and you're, you're moving around levels and, it's it's just like a wild ride in terms of uh, moving through this like cartoony, almost Rick and Morty style uh, universe adventure. Yeah, I personally played through and beat Trover on Quest, and uh, I haven't played it on PC, but as a Quest game, I felt like it was good. Uh, definitely, I would recommend a playthrough of it. Um but again, yeah, because it's more of like a sit down third person thing, I wasn't sure how strongly I'd recommend it because uh, at least for now, I feel like the ones that utilize the body more, uh, which Moss, I think, utilizes you as like a spirit being, um, you can like grab pieces of the environment. And I think you can also like uh, touch the mouse's sword and or enemies to affect them in, in certain ways during combat. So that type of stuff, definitely recommend um, Moss. Me personally, I would recommend Moss a little bit more than Trover, but both are uh, real good games in their own right. Trover being a good comedy game and Moss being like real good from a gameplay and like storybook standpoint. All right. So I hope that as you were listening to that, you heard at least one thing that piqued your interest, something that you wanted to try out, hopefully a number of things. I'll leave you with a short list of things that if you're not really sure what you want to try out, these are things you should definitely look into. I would say Racket NX, Dance Central, Echo Arena, Pistol Whip, Until You Fall. Do you want to add anything to that, Carlos? I, I would add in Gun Club VR. Uh, that's just really good shooter. I think outside of that, no, that that's probably it. In terms of like just like starting off, that list is great. Just add in that Gun Club VR. So there you go. If you got a quest or, you know, you've played a little bit of VR and you've played some Beat Saber and you don't really know what to get into next or what's out there, this is sort of our definitive list of what's amazing, what you can get into with no reservations about maybe it'll be bad. These are approved good things to try out from Head Mounted Destinations. If you like this episode and want to hear more, please visit headmountedpodcast.com and sign up for our email list to get notified about new episodes. And you can find the show on YouTube or any of those platforms where you find podcasts like Spotify, Stitcher, etc. If you'd like to discuss this episode or suggest future topics, visit our subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash headmountedpodcast. If you're looking to show us a little extra love, because you really, really like this podcast, you can follow us on social media, Twitter, at Mounted Head, Facebook, at Head Mounted Podcast, share our stuff, and most importantly, word of mouth, tell your friends about us. Share us everywhere. And for doing this and listening to our episode, we thank you. Thank you, dear listener. We'll see you next time at another Head Mounted Destination.